Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you wanting to really improve your self-esteem or you don't think or feel it's as good as it could be? Well, today I want to talk about one essential that I see a lot of people get wrong and I've got wrong in my life as well and how it's really impacted me. And if you stay until the end, I've got an extra point for you then. Now, this is, again, this is always my my own sort of like personal experience, what I've gone through, what I've I've experienced with my own self-esteem and confidence. And in the last couple of years, I've had some things that have really challenged that, don't get me wrong. Um, And sometimes I felt with inside myself like, oh, I miss, uh, I feel such a high degree of confidence only for a situation to come and challenge me and then show me where those areas I needed to address in myself were. Now, what's the difference between the two? I just want to kind of define it and what my understanding is between self-esteem and confidence. And I am going to get onto a little bit of a story uh, from the other day because uh, about what someone said, uh, someone said something to me because I think it's really important. And it's it's something I hear often. Now, self-esteem is how much you like yourself. How good is your relationship with you, right? Regardless. Confidence is your trust in your abilities. And I always say this, that, like, I don't understand what someone's telling me when they say they have no confidence in anything. Because, first of all, that's not true. Because you, you probably got dressed. You probably got up. You probably had a shower. If you're fortunate enough to do those things. Um, I know not everyone on the planet is. And then you, you're probably fairly confident at like something in your educational job, right? If you, if again, you're fortunate to have gone through either of those or you've got a job or business, right? It's just we forget about that. We we forget about the things we've actually developed skills in and we could do fairly confident. And then we like think about something we're not confident in and we generalize and say, we've got no confidence. Like socially, you might get a bit nervous in situations, which is fine, right? If you want to get better at that, you can build confidence in that, right? If you don't, you don't, okay? So that's what self-esteem and confidence is for me. Now, I want to talk about, now, if you like yourself, you're more likely to put yourself out there and try things and go and do things and build skills and the things you want. And now sometimes you've got to, like you might be in a job you don't like, and therefore you've got to build the skills and you naturally do that and you don't realise how confident you are in something. Again, this is your trust in your abilities. It's a bit like driving a car. I know not everyone can drive, but if you have driven a car, you're very confident in being able to drive it because you do it again and again and again, right? I remember the first time I did it, I was terrified. I had thoughts in my head like, I'm never going to drive. I'm going to get taxis everywhere, which uh, was completely illogical, uh, (laughs) given where I lived uh, back then uh, in the middle of the sticks. So I'm glad I did learn to drive at the age of 17. So my story anyway today is I I was talking to someone the other night when I was out on a social and uh, I like to talk to random people. And this guy was chatting to me like, uh, and yeah, he's a really nice lad, right? And then he said something to me, like he gave me a good compliment, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, mate, appreciate it." Um, you know, when you sometimes when someone's had a few drinks, they're they're very like loving, and which is brilliant. And I believe our natural nature 
for the majority of us is love. We just get so many things in our head. Um, and But I don't think necessarily alcohol is the best tool to get there. I think you can do that of heart-based practices, which I've certainly experienced. Anyway, you, you get you, you get my drift that, um, you know, he said, oh, you, you guys are cool, whatever. You're handsome guys like me and my mate or whatever. Um, and then he was saying, uh, unlike me, who, sorry, me as in him talking about him, saying he was ugly and fat. And I just thought, you know, I was, first of all, I challenged him on that. Do you really think that's true? And he was like, yeah. Um, and then I kept talking. But the the thing I want, and then I obviously had a bit of a conversation with him. And yeah, we we, we made quite good mates. <laughs> right. Anyway, but the thing is, like, he's not the only person I've heard say that. I've, I've said it to myself many times. Not necessarily, well, when I was younger, I was uh, a little bit chubby. Um, you know, I, I remember calling myself ugly many, many times. Uh, when uh, particularly in my teens and it just is not helpful for you and it's not helpful for the people around you it, I realize how selfish it is to actually put yourself down because when you put yourself down you have a negative impact on other people because either you lash out at other people because you're trying to get external validation or that you're not able to be your best self because you're putting yourself down so either way, it's selfish. Personally, for me, when you think, I'll oh, put yourself down, it's acceptable. It's not. It's incredibly selfish. That's what I've learned from myself. Now, how do we do this, overcome this? That's why I create podcasts, because I believe in the personal growth field, we hear all these things like, I've got to change my life. I've got to make a change. Yet we don't necessarily get practical advice or guidance. Um and that's what I believe I like doing. I like creating systems and simple strategies to move forward. And it's something I'd always coach clients I work with into practical steps. It obviously had to fit them. So today we're going to go through some practical steps of how you can change that self-talk. Because your self-talk is fundamental to your self-esteem, right? If you're putting yourself down, you're not yourself down, you're not going to have a good relationship with yourself. It's a bit like if you're a nasty to your kids or maybe the younger version of your younger sibling, right? They, You would not have a good relationship with them. They would not feel good about themselves. So why would you do it to yourself, right? And we just think it's normal or there's some kind of program that's we had a bad experience and that's been playing in the background. And we're not even conscious of the fact we're knocking ourselves down. How is it helping you by staying there. It's probably holding you back from a lot of things you could do, right? And you can do things like push yourself, be courageous. And I certainly did that for a long time. And it did build up confidence because you proved yourself you can do things. However, if you're not working yourself talk as well, in my experience, you are not going to progress as further faster as you could do. Okay, so let's go into some practical points on how you can really build better self-esteem through better self-talk. The first one is checking with yourself regularly, right? I like to do this at least twice a day. In the morning, I do my inner work every single day. And then later on, usually in the afternoon, I sit down, I journal, I just write down even five minutes. I just put five minutes minimum, maybe more like 10 minutes, not a massive amount of time. And just check in with myself. Now, if you're someone who's talking utter rubbish and saying you don't have time for this, 
I'm going to call you out. You're talking utter rubbish, right? If you look at your screen time on your phone and then realize how much time you're actually using on your phone, do you really not have five minutes in a day to work on your self-talk? Hmm. I wonder, right? <laughs> okay. And I would suggest doing it a couple of times a day. So find yourself a couple of times a day, at least two lots of five minutes. You can do it in the morning, get out five minutes earlier. In your lunch break, whenever, five minutes again, right? To check in with yourself. And start list, actually listing out. I like to collect it through the day, like, oh, that, that thought came up, that came up, right? Maybe it's a little bit of a worry or something. Start noticing maybe like if you reacted to something, what actually that's telling you. If someone said something to you and you're feeling really triggered, yeah, that, that can happen. Is it a belief that's created though? Is it bringing up something in you that you don't like about yourself? Make a note of that. And when you get into one of these sessions, time to reflect, you can journal it a little bit further because I'm very conscious Every time something negative comes up, you don't have time to sit down. What I'm saying is maybe just make a mental note or physical note like I like to do of it. I like to keep up on my phone. And then when you've got that time schedule to reflect on your self-talk and your relationship with yourself, then you can journal it a little bit more. Okay, the second thing, because progress starts with truth. You've got to be honest with how you're talking to yourself. The second thing is think of someone you admire. Now, be very careful here. I don't want you to compare yourself to someone else. I want you to look at someone you admire and see what great qualities they've got because those great qualities you have in you somewhere. And then start writing down some of those qualities. What is it? What do you like about them? They're charismatic, they're magnetic, right? Write down those qualities. And then the third thing, is write an identity statement. Write down, I am, say your name, and then put I am, and then put as many amazing words as possible. Now, I'd say make this no longer than a few sentences, this identity statement. And uh, if you want more guidance on how to write an identity statement, reach out to me on social media. Probably Instagram's best, right? Uh, if you really want to write an identity statement, then, and, you know, this isn't uh, like... A, a special like add-on or extra or anything like that. It's just something you can message me about. If you want to find out more about how to write an identity statement, I will tell you. I'll write you some instructions. So put I am and then write as many empowering words as possible. And when you read this yourself every single day, it can be if you want a habit stack, habit stack is when you put things together rather than having too many habits in the day. So if you want to reflect on five minutes, then what you can do after that is read your identity statement. As human beings, as Tony Robbins quoted, human beings have a need to be consistent with how we define ourselves. I used to say, I'm courageous, I'm courageous, I'm courageous so many times. I still do, right? And I put emotion into it. And what I found naturally is I started becoming more courageous, right? I started saying I was good. I, I kept telling myself I'm an amazing podcaster. Yeah, there's like all sorts of different podcasters. Some people may like me, some people may not. That's completely up to them. What I did though, was I was able to grow as a podcast and have an influence as a podcast because I kept telling myself that again and again and again. So create yourself an identity statement of something you want to believe about yourself. Don't read it passively though. Don't just read, I am an amazing leader, wonderful human being. Like, you're not going to believe that. 
you've got to attach emotion when you say it. Now, if you want to get into a good state before you do it, do something that gives you energy, like exercise. Go out and build that energy first. Okay, and my final bonus tip for you, if you really want to build your self-esteem and your self-talk, is start hanging out with better quality people in your life. Now, I don't want to say this in a negative way of like knocking people down. You'll know what's right for you. You know the right people because we're all different. We're all beautiful. We're all amazing in our own ways. Yet quite a lot of us are so bombarded. And I've experienced these individuals where I've had to move away from them. Even if I love them, you know, I had, you know, sometimes if they're related to you, you have to minimize the time with them, right? But what you can do is start identifying people who make you feel good. And when you start doing that, your self-esteem will increase because you're, you're around people who make you feel good about you, who feel good about them. You're going to adapt to that as well. So that's my bonus point for you as well. So that's what I've got for you today. I appreciate you for being here. You're improving other people's lives by being the best you. Go out there, start implementing even part of what I said and start building that self-esteem so you have an impact on other people in a positive way and you can be a great example for others in your life. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.